Jeff, another edition of Saturday Night Short Track Update presented by Logo Wear, your number one source for anything print, embroidery. Carmen, call her up. She's awesome. She always takes care of us, and she'll take care of you too. That's Logo Wear LLC out of Metamora. Go check their storefront out. They've got a bunch of stuff in there for sale. I was in there, just all kinds of stuff. Uh, they do amazing printing. She's helping us with um, donations for uh, the Grand Prix, so... Check them out, logoware.com. Thank you. We appreciate it. Brian and Carmen, they're always bending over backwards to help us out. And we appreciate that. And I think you will too. So check them out, Logoware. So, man, uh, not much rain this weekend, Jeff. Well, not this weekend, but we had a lot during the week. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We I almost didn't know if the creek was going to hold up or not. I ran over the corn husks that were moved across the road when you leave London Mills that get floods when, when the river gets out and... Uh, I tell you, <laughs> it was a lot of corn husks and I drove through today. And I was like, well, I guess it was out pretty far. So lucky that we, uh, yeah, that we didn't bust the river. And because, you know, there was a carnival this weekend. Well, yeah, I think that, that was place it. was packed. It was packed. You know, what sucked is I didn't get my. Um, my funnel cake. I didn't get well, mine either. <laughs> the line was like 62 minutes long. And uh, I think somebody stood there for like 20 minutes and said it didn't move. So and, uh, <laughs> I got mine at noon yesterday. Yeah, so. well, you said my, and I quote just like, my fat ass is going to get a funnel cake. That's right. <laughs> Jeff got a I made cake. sure I got my funnel cake. I remember when I asked you, I was like, did you get any blueberries or strawberries on? And you're like, no, I'm not into that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm just a plain regular. funnel cake kind of guy, Jeff. I'm kind of slightly unimpressed with that. Eh. <laughs> Sorry. Are you a plain funnel cake? Yeah, just the powdered oh, sugar and we're good. God. Powder Have sugar. you never tried fruit on top of a funnel cake? It's like a it's like a pull well, apart waffle. She's I don't just, like canned fruit. Mm. <laughs> she just likes the white stuff, the whipped cream. Oh no, the yeah, the funnel <laughs> powder. That Jeff family, sugar, family, sugary white stuff is a what preview I'm of what's to come tonight. Apparently, <laughs> sorry for the kids watching. We're just yeah, joking sorry with if there's her. kids mod class watching. <laughs> My kids might be watching. <laughs> That's all right. If you are, hi Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I know my, my dad's Maggie. watching. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, hey, and you know what? Uh, we, we got to get the, had a cool thing up there at the track on Saturday, a little dunk tank action. Yeah, you got you got dunked quite a bit. You said I was like the best one next to Cole, but I don't believe that. Between you guys, you, Cole, and Chastine probably raised the most money. That's right. But, uh. I don't know, we kept having randoms coming up wanting to dunk you for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if <laughs> If it was the crap talking you were doing, I, I was know, talking some shit the whole time. I mean, it worked. You know when I when I went to the dunk tank, when I didn't go. I was like, I wasn't in it. But at the HOI fair years ago, they had this clown, and he was prick to me. Come <laughs> on, fatty, you can't throw it that far. I'm just high and dry. So I learned a little bit of my smack talking from that Bobo or whatever the clown. Bubba. I knocked him in one day. He didn't even drop. He, like, grabbed the bars and, like, lowered Well, you were kind of cheating yourself. You no, were sitting no, back to I, where if they hit it, you weren't dropping. There were a lot of people, and preferably kids, that were 
just walking up behind you and pushing the lever. So I was like, you know, a little tense because it was freezing cold ice water that they had just dumped in. <laughs> well, and I was letting the kids, if they missed all their <coughs> throws, I was just letting them go up and dump Which was yeah. fine. I yeah. was just worried that when I would sit on the seat that it was going to collapse and then, like, break my ankle or something. And and that's always scared me on those <laughs> things because they can be a little dangerous. Whatever, whatever. I, I had a fun time. And I'm I'm glad that uh, that the one lady spent probably $20 and was yes, like, telling her kids no. She was getting Mom angry. was going to get this guy. And I'm thinking, I never met this girl. So she was. Then she you was, remember. No, she true, was getting, true. True. She was getting angry. She, uh. <laughs> she did. She, she's like, I was a third base baseman and I was not that's, a pitcher that's, why, she, that's why you weren't a pitcher because you <laughs> couldn't hit the center the target she did ding it once I think yeah she did Jeff After, made me Jeff made me stay in late so I, I was like damn it well that. it was because more people were coming up to spend I money well, and I, I, yeah, I was, yeah I know and I, I was okay with that it was a fun time you know if it was for a good cause or whatever it was still fun so it was a good night uh, at Peoria um what do you got for results for me um Peoria, we'll just we'll go with the top five in each class. Just go through because I'd like to talk with Amanda some. And yeah, yeah, we definitely want to get Amanda in here. She was here at Peoria last night too, though. Yeah, she was. Showed up, brought her bent rim with her from her first victory in her Hornet class. You won the race with that bent ass rim. Nine laps to go with that bent ass rim. On asphalt. Yeah, I Is felt it? every single crack in that track. Man. <laughs> I was surprised they didn't kick me off. I'm happy they didn't kick me off. Yeah. We'll talk about that here in a minute, yeah, but we'll, we'll roll through these. Um, so we'll start out with the Mod Light Division. It was our first night uh, at the track. They've been, uh, they've been, they've on been the rained out every time. Now, yeah, yeah. They've been rained out every time they've been scheduled. Um, John Padilla, will, he's all right. He's the one that took the flip last night. Uh, of course, I miss it, too. I'm like, I got to go get my phone so that I can get all. I mean, I and I don't like seeing anybody flip, but I was like, Every time I leave, my phone's always dead. Yeah. I miss the good action shots. So I, I talked to him. He, he's good. He's... Yeah, it, looked pretty, together it looked pretty bad from when I seen him get the rollback out. Well, the they he wanted it pushed off, but he couldn't get the rear end to move. So yeah. we, we just said, uh, pick her up and take her. But he said it'll be good to go. But uh, Robert Gonzalez, he uh, picked up the feature win out of Kelowna. That was a nice-looking car, too. Yeah, it is. It was at the 18. Yep. C. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Michael Dominguez uh, out of Lawn Tree, Iowa, was a second. Uh, Robert Gonzalez. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony Gus out of Moline was third. Rob Gus out of Moline was fourth. And Brittany uh, Dominguez out of Lawn Tree, Iowa, was fifth. Good little show they put on them. Things are yeah, fun to watch. They, they, they were going fun. four wide there off of two, a couple laps, and I was like, man, that's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. pumped. I mean, some, usually we're around 15, 16 of those guys. Yeah, you only had race. eight or nine of them show yeah. up. I mean, you know, it's no big deal. It was some had better than two cars. On. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we went on to the modified feature. Uh, Austin Lynn picking up his first feature win at Peoria Solid ever. run, yeah. he's fi- Really? That was his first win there? Ever at Peoria, yeah. <laughs> Man, we got to get a sticker on his car. Like, <laughs> crank on another win soon. Uh, Chicken Man, Chris Moorfield with the second. Old Chris was fast. Um, fast all night. Yeah, yeah just just uh, Lynn was on a mission. Uh, Trevor Neville, 10th tenth, tenth to 3rd. Man, that kid's wild, but he's fast. <laughs> uh, Derek Dorr with the 4th. And uh, Deegan Dozar rounded out the top 5. I'll go ahead and go to 6th here. Give a shout-out to my buddy. Alan Stitt. Alan Stitt. 
Minnow, minnow. Some people might get that one day. Other people might think it's hilarious, too. <laughs> uh, crate modified feature. Uh, first night with the Hot Life Hero sticker on, and hey. he picks up his first one of the year. Old dirty bird, they call him. The Key Siegel. I'm going to... Kurt and I came up with a nickname for him now. It's Cool Hand Keith. <laughs> that dude, he was excited as hell. The crowd was excited. I don't know if we could fit any more people in his victory lane picture, that's for sure. I think I ran out of data trying to take that picture because it was so big. <laughs> uh, Brody Moser with a second. Uh, Pickle, Michael Mendel with a yeah, third. He was coming, too. Uh, he, was getting, he was catching up to Keith, but uh, it was pretty locked down on the bottom there. So. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Braymeyer with a fourth. Good and for him. Uh, last year's track champion, Dakota Traver, with a fifth. Not, not a bad run for him either. They all were pretty solid. Then we moved on to the uh, late model class. Uh, Todd Bennett picking up his first of the year. Another big emotional kind of victory yeah, lane deal. Yep. It's, it's good, exciting. and While we're talking about late models, we'll, we'll congratulate uh, Donnie Walden on his feature win. Yeah. He said we called it. We called it. I did. I, re- I went back and listened to it, and I was like, you're going to win next week. He's like, that's the plan, and, and he did. Yep. So another uh, so satisfied we- hot lap hero. That's right. We know what we're talking about <laughs> over here, okay? Uh, this one finished in second. He surprised me that he was even here. I didn't know he had a super late model. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jake Little. Jake Little. Man, he was fast. Yeah, it was good to have him back, and uh, he's going to be splitting the crate and the late models 50-50, so hopefully we'll get to see him some more. Um, Mike Chastain was third, Austin Simpson fourth, and Brayton Wallace with another good run. Yeah, good top five. Top five for Brayton. Uh, then we moved to the new uh hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. car. We didn't hear Cole's name in the top five. No, we didn't. You know what that means. He needs to get faster. I got to dog him. That's right. Go ahead and dog him real quick. Cole, you're fucking slow. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. So, we'll, get, we'll get you figured out. Yeah, we'll get him figured out. So he the, finished the race. Yeah, he finished 30 the race. Laps. He said he was happy. 30 laps completed. He finished it. the race, folks. I mean, that's all we wanted, really. Cool, cool, 30 laps. Still going to dog you because you didn't get top five. He was happy, drank some beer afterwards. He did, had the bar out. Yep, it was a good time. Yeah. So this outlaw stock car class, it was a new class. We uh, Basically, we're going off the East Moline rules, but we allowed our the few sportsman cars we had to continue to compete under their rules. And uh, we're going to monitor that. And if a sportsman car goes out there and just kills them, which happened last night, yep. we're going to make some changes to make it more even. And we've already been in contact with uh, Jeff Ray, our feature winner, last night about making some changes to make it more even. But uh, congrats, Jeff, on your feature win last night at Peoria. Uh, Jesse Owens out of Kelowna was second. Craig Hughes out of Ottawa was third. Richard Reed out of Metamora was fourth. And Andy Gaines out of Arnsville was fifth. Pretty I, pretty good. They, I tell you what, I don't know what it is about that class and what kind of fuel they run, but I love the smell of those outlaw street socks. And it was good to see. I mean, It made me reminded me of, like, the, the early 2000s at PSP yeah. way. I and we had like, the Pro man, Street cars. Yeah, man. I was like, yeah, this is or great. Pro, yeah, what I, I can't. Pro Street or. Yeah, it's Pro Street, I think it was. But yeah, it's. I mean, we went from having two cars to last time we had 11th. Yeah. So it's a growing class, and there's locals that have already bought cars to start building. So it's going to keep growing. I mean, yeah. Uh, then we ended the night with the Hornet division. Uh, Justin Demi went from fifth to first. Uh, Good crack, run. Congrats, Justin, on your win. Uh, last year, track champion Jay Maruza with a second. He led most of the feature, but then Justin got around him and 
Uh, Eric Wisher with a third, Jeremy Hancock with a fourth, and Brent Terry with a fifth. And our guest Amanda, she ended up eighth. So how but, was it? I'm not used to having a track that's that rough. <laughs> like, Kurt. Not, no, wait, not just wait, the wait. track itself, but the drivers. <laughs> Welcome to Peoria. On asphalt? We go over and apologize if, like, you accidentally get a tire rub Welcome on to somebody. Dirt hornets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't dog on hornets, but while, while we're on that, what, what's your experience being with, like, the hornet side of the racing personalities? It seems like the hornet drivers bring the most fans. They cheat the most <laughs> for $150. And they all hate each other. I mean, absolutely hate each other. Does it, isn't that like seem like the stereotypical Hornet driver? And so how many enemies? Not on. So you don't have any enemies? No, we have like our own little group. Like there are cliques at the they track. Well, they all have. Asphalt. They bracket race. <laughs> yeah, we she got the cue for being too fast. I did. Oh, <laughs> Opening night, leading the feature on the second lap. And they're like, you're too... <laughs> you're out. I did. Wow. Last year, I didn't even get within a half a second of the lower time. They lowered it for this year. That sounds they... like circle drag racing. <laughs> is that what that is? I don't pay attention to drag racing. <laughs> well, like, they do this thing called bracket racing and drag racing where you have to be within a certain time. And if you're faster than that, it's it's bracket racing. You're, you're, in, you're within a realm of numbers. So well, they're see, like... We do, have, we do have, like, bracket racing in October at Rockford, which... We do actually have a lot of dirt guys all go up to that. The Bahama Bronx. Because you make you can actually make more money if you win with a dirt car. Hmm. Really? Yeah. So you had to so you showed up with an asphalt car to Peoria last night and you told me <laughs> I saw you. You're like, Yeah, it's taken Steve has taken the window out and what else was in there that you could You had to take my windshield out and my rear view mirror. Yeah, okay, yeah, your rear yeah, view mirror. Yeah, rear view mirror can't have those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, this is racing. You don't get to see we, what's behind you. We get to have, like, multiple mirrors on asphalt. Yeah. And I'm getting, I've kind of gotten bitched at by a couple people for not having a side mirror. I'm like, I don't need it. Yeah. I can hear you. I don't need to see you. <laughs> so, you're not one of the typical Hornet drivers. You're not out there screaming and cussing at people, or do you do that? Inside the They car. can't hear me inside from inside car. my car. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've heard you talk, so... You know, it's, you could be pretty much, lo- you could be a lot louder in a car if you needed to be. Oh, I'm sure Yeah, they've heard me. I'm going to say, if you had, like, your GoPro. I don't have one, but one of my buddies If you did have one, it'd yeah. probably be some pretty yeah, good you audio. you need to get one, because, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, if you're one of features now, we've got to be able to watch some of this uh, I asphalt could, racing. Yeah, man. I could see it now, just beep, 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 beep. Is it stressful in a Hornet? No. Okay. I mean, is it like driving on the interstate, but in a circle? That's the way the asphalt is. It's like try and drive in Chicago with everybody driving 20 miles under, and you're trying to get somewhere. Okay. You got to try okay. and weave in and out, and the guy in front of you will brake check, but cars, like four of them in front of you, they're all brake checking. You got to hope somebody don't hit them too hard and spin out in front of you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's that happened. It's a whole different mentality on asphalt than it is on the dirt side. Yeah. Like you said, it sounds like there's a lot more respect. In the asphalt side, as opposed to the dirt side. These guys got a lot more money in their cars on asphalt. Exactly. That's what I don't understand about And their hornets. cars are shiny and pretty looking still. Plus, <laughs> well, they don't have cars, dirt getting on it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have dents. They're not racing at Peoria Speedway. 
with the Hornets. No, and I think actually the Hornets race pretty fairly clean at Peoria. I don't. We haven't had any issues. There this was year a rough them. patch there, and I think every track gets them, you know. And uh, I know it's an easy way to get into racing, right? But you're probably committed to being in this class for a time. Yeah, I can. Well. I can't afford to move up in a class. Right. So I can afford this not class. Not Steve puts her in one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve gets you in a mod. Get you in a get you in a old timers day. B mod. Yeah. Put put her in an old timers day. Well, maybe 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 we'll rub cold shoulders and say, hey, we found a driver to replace you when you hang it up. So <laughs> so Amanda can go out and beat him uh, in the go kart Grand Prix. And then uh, yeah, there you go, there you go. Yeah. We'll go to Peoria the next week and show them how to turn no, laps. On. Yeah. I think we're going to be in different weight classes. Oh, that's true. But that we is could, true. We could match you guys up. Yeah, we might be able to work something. We're running it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're making the lineups. <laughs> well, I am. We got Jeff Gordon against Amanda Club and Cole Swibel. <laughs> grudge race, Steve. <laughs> yes, yes, we could do a grudge race. Declan, good morning to you over on your side of the pond there, mate. Mate. We're, we're definitely going to have to do a Zoom call with Declan one day. Yeah, that'd have be him on here. Can we do it while he's watching us though, on live, though? Wouldn't that be pretty cool? That would be cool. I don't know if that's possible. We'll have to figure that out. We keep saying we're oh. going to get him on there. So, shout out to some of the heroes this weekend. Uh, Greg Osmond went out and raced. I don't know if you've seen his video on YouTube, but this guy definitely had a poo-poo pants moment. Did yes. you get, oh, did you see it? Did you see that video? Well, I saw the picture, not the video. <clears throat> so he's at Lincoln, and I don't know. I think maybe they just took the green flag, maybe not. It was just a short YouTube or clip on off of his GoPro. and You see the car going down, he ducks down to the bottom, and then the next lap, he ducks down to the bottom, and then the car just... Yeah. Bicycle's pretty hard, and I, I messaged him. I said, did you poo-poo your pants? He said... <laughs> I didn't have enough time to even do that. <laughs> do we even know how much the poo-poo jar is up to now? Oh, it's got to be up to like $7 or yeah, $10. More than that, because I think we say poo-poo about 10 times a show. There's and, another dollar. And Cole, Cole's at like 15 times a show, so. Somebody's got the, somebody's there counting the poo-poo counter, I guarantee yeah. that. They're going to have it up. Kurt's like probably counting. Yeah, like, Kurt's poo-poo. probably the one. He's got, you're up to 37 and a half poo-poos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if we could just get everybody to donate a dollar every time we said poo-poo. Yeah, I mean, we've had best buddies. buddies up there all crazy. Hey, hey, the donation button's been working a little bit. Thanks for yes. that. We appreciate that. Uh, every every dollar helps. Um, you know, this event is is going to be awesome. Yes, it is. So uh, I didn't plan on doing any more events, but I think I might have wrote myself into one last night, but... We we'll, can, we'll, work we'll talk about out. yeah we'll work it out I think that'll be fine but yeah definitely there is a donation button now on the uh, High Lap Heroes for yeah donations. did you donate not yet she donated $75 yeah. for the Grand Prix that's right you I did. didn't have a sponsor to do that thank you in fact <laughs> we do have a sponsor for one driver yeah we that do just happened this Friday night uh, Jenna Musgrave is our latest entry and uh, the Peoria Old Timers Racing Club is her sponsor. So thanks, yep. Scott Schultz, for doing that. And uh, now Jenna and Keith can battle it out too. So. I talked to I talked to um, I talked to Scott last night and told him thanks for working around the you know. Yeah, um, he actually he would like he liked to be on the I invited him on the podcast one Sunday and uh, he's like come on over to the house we'll cook out and have a bunch of food and so instead of a driver one night we'll get Scott on here and we'll have a good time with that'd him. be a good one. Yeah, down for that. So, uh, Amanda, 
you have been in racing for a long, probably as long as any of us. You've been going almost your whole life also. I started going to Fairbury when I was six months old. So or five uh, months old. Jeff had you beat by five months. Yeah, I was down there. I was born in January. <laughs> I was down there when I was two weeks old. What are you talking about? Well, if they had racing going on in January, it'd have been done then. There's the ice chili racing bowl. Up in Michigan. The chili bowl. Yeah, you go up to Canada. Eh? Yeah. Did they have that brown back in '87? What the chili bowl? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it was. Somebody fact check us on that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> So Amanda, let's uh, let's hear some of you how you got into racing. What you just said, six six months old. Uh, let, let's hear some of your uh, backstory on how you got into racing and oh, where man. it led you up to uh, deciding to eventually get into a Hornet. Uh, well, my dad was always either working on the infield uh, or with the volunteer fire department at Fairbury. Um, he ran the K and S record for a while. He helped out like uh, modified driver Dean Fryant for quite a few years, and Lloyd Steely. So he was always involved with racing. My mom ended up dating, after their divorce, a race car driver also, so I was still involved with racing then, too, and just going to the races all the time with my dad. Uh, Not only does she have family over in that area that's involved with racing, she has a cousin over here in Peoria that races a modified and a kid mod. Who? Noah and Kendall. Oh! Okay. Yeah, duh. I should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense now. There you go. Yeah, the names are ringing bells. Yeah. So, uh... Well, but your maiden name was false, so I forgot. Mm-hmm. And so. actually, another one of my cousins raced Fairbury, too. It was Scott Bull. Scott Bull. <laughs> the old catfisher himself, also. <laughs> Pretty good driver. That guy could ta- tag the tires. Not, not as good as Donnie Walden. Kidder wants to know if uh, Amanda wants to be part of Logo Wear team. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jones, you're getting the shaft, buddy. <laughs> you're getting kicked out. That's what you get with throwing helmets. Jeez. I think it was a good helmet toss. It was. Right into the right right off his car and then into the into the It might have been field. one of the record throwing. How long did it take you to clean that hat? It's not or clean. that helmet, it's not clean? No, it still oh. has mud on the inside. <laughs> I figured it he would. He probably has it on display in the garage now. Yeah, we should donate it to the silent auction. Maybe. Put Jones the infamous Steve over. Jones helmet throw. We could we could put uh, Steve and Nash's signatures on it. I like, yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for a video of that. I didn't get to see it because I was racing at Grundy. Now, have they made up? Probably not. No? No. It's all right. Interesting. Racers make up at some point. Whether it be a year from now, they have the sh- they now. have the longest freaking memories. They do, <laughs> <laughs> but that's in the water now. So, yeah. so uh, you're up at the racetrack. Uh, we uh, what? Well, let's see. I actually met you quite a few years ago. You were uh, you were my apple pie buddy at PDC a few times. So, yep. uh, <laughs> apple pie. Yeah. That was, <laughs> There's uh, times I ran out of my three or four. and Even though you would think Jeff was talking about eating apple pie. <laughs> nah, drinking the apple pie. He was pie. drinking the apple pie. <laughs> yeah, I ran out quite a bit, and she, she was there for my savior. <laughs> well, I think she brought like a gallon and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I met some old boys from Tennessee that were up there, and uh, they had like one of those long coolers, as long as this table, just full of different colored jars of... Uh, the, the one dub just joined in. Uh, Donnie D, dub. Says, what up, guys, and Amanda. 
Um, what up, Donnie? Congrats on the dub. Ski called it. Josh McKenrick, what's up, buddy? Get that tranny fixed. You need to get her fixed, bud. You were looking pretty fast. I mean, he was getting up there kind of close to the wall. It was kind of scaring me a little bit. Yeah. I was like, man, he's on a... Because he spun out, and he, I was like, man, he's a... He's, a, he's putting on a show now, and then uh, you know, something broke. It happens. So uh, what got you to uh, the Hornet class, and how did that come decide to come about? Did, did you win you the Hornet racing? lottery? No. Actually, uh, my ex-husband had bought, a, my, bought my car for 300 bucks because he needed a timing belt. Oh. He was going to turn around and just flip it and sell it. I'm like, you got it for 300 bucks. Let me race it. I've had two focuses before. I know how to drive them like a race car. <laughs> I got a little, got in a little bit over my head. It's a lot harder than it looks, even on asphalt. Yeah. My whole, go- my goals going into last year were, uh, don't spin out on my own. I did that first day of practice on the first lap. <laughs> I think it's important to spin out a couple times in racing, so oh, you I know, where, so you know where the boundaries well, are. Yeah, where the I did are. it for the first like half of the season, at yeah. least once a night. A lot of spinning out. Yeah. In a front wheel drive car. Yeah. Take skills. It does. It does. Way to go. Proud of you. Uh, Cheers. Don't get lapped. No, that happened about the first half of the season. That's going to happen. Part of the racing is, you know, sucking. So, you know, it'd be, if it was easy, they'd call it winning, right? Not racing. So, patience. Well, I got got a little bit better towards, like, mid-season. I had another driver that started helping me out a little bit and giving me some tips. Yeah. The only other focus driver we have at Grundy. (laughs) I mean, that's cool, though. You, You... that's what I think the cool about is cool about the racing is that people are more than willing to help uh, you, and even if you know if, if it means like you're not going to be banging into my door on the backstretch, I'm glad to help you maybe get your car set up so it drives straighter mm-hmm. and not cattywampus and in my way if I go to pass you. You know, I think that's cool that you can actually have that in a race community. Of course, then there's some people that don't want to tell you shit, so. They're like, uh, uh, don't suck, you know. <laughs> That's where I found the difference with the Hornet drivers from dirt to asphalt. Yeah, dirt ones, like, none of them get along. No, that's what I mean. They hate each other. It's like the WWE. Like, I don't know if it's real or fake, but it's just, like, so much hatred. Well, like at Grundy, we're more like a family. It seems like that on the track, but one of them, when one wins, it's like I got, like, five yeah, different yeah, Hornet yeah, drivers. Yeah, 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 yeah they're all buddies, but they hate each other, even though they're on the same racing team. <laughs> They'll be the ones that get in a fight in the pits after the race and then be drinking beers with each other and well, holding, holding ice up. on his bloody nose, you know, or his eye. Yeah. That's it. I think there's just a passion that people don't understand about that. Like you said, it's not easy. Um, Dirt's a lot harder than asphalt, too. Oh, yeah. I can't forget my heart. I can't figure out how to get my car to handle on dirt. You gotta get dirt tires. You just gotta go fast. I put the dirt tires on it. You I got gotta, those this week. It's gotta, something about size of tires and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure Jones can. You gotta go. Out. You just gotta go fast into the corner, and don't lift until you're about to spin out, and then go a little bit more, then lift. Mm. It's about carrying momentum. Was well, the first time I raced at Peoria was like a month and a half ago. I, the car felt a lot better then than it yeah. did last night. Of course, my went out. The track was different then. Yeah. Well, I had never been on the track. I had a lot of moisture. Like yeah. I had, my heat race was the first time my car had ever touched the track. <laughs> I could not get that thing to turn. I thought I was gonna go see some strippers. <laughs> well, I mean, we do that after the race. Straight out of turn three and into the club. Hey, <laughs> Bambi, I'm coming for you. That's <laughs> a steak dinner and baked potato. <laughs> 
Oh, we can always do that after the races, though. You don't, you don't have to do that during the races. Yeah, you don't you know? have to skip out a, on us. I mean, you ain't got to be a trendsetter. But no, yeah. I'm actually surprised there's not more girls racing on dirt. Although you have to check out the kids' mods. That's all women. Yeah. But they are pure stock. Well, we don't call them hornets on asphalt. They're pure stocks. Pure stock. That's right. That's what they do call it. We have like a... Because it is purely stock. To mm-hmm. a T. To a certain extent, I guess. I mean, female racers at Peoria, we really got... I mean, with you, uh, Ariana, um, SQ, she's in a kid mod, Kendall, uh, Tiffany Harrison, uh, Jersey, when she gets out, uh, which she won the track championship last year with the street stocks. Um, I really think that's about it for female drivers at Peoria. Yeah, I mean, there's still, like, uh, there's still, there's still, like, cars being bad coming out and stuff too so you're gonna I was told to ask you uh, how many speeding tickets have you had (laughs) was it my dad that asked that I believe so (laughs) um let's see should I go by county first (laughs) (laughs) how many counties or how many tickets so how many times have you I don't think I think there's only actually three that made it onto my record and they've dropped since then okay you probably should have lost your license four or five times I did You did? When I was 18, it got revoked. How fast was you driving? Um, an 87 and a 55, and a nice. 90 and a 55, That's and it got revoked even, for a year. Even better, then. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, <laughs> there's a racetrack for that, okay? And you are now on them, so hopefully... Yeah, slow it down, Speedy. Most of those tickets were in a focus, too. <laughs> <laughs> See? Look out. Look out. <laughs> We got ourselves a badass over here. <laughs> Amanda Badass. Amanda Badassery. So uh, let's talk about your... Uh, look, first, let's talk about the night you got disqualified for going too fast. Let's, let's, let's that was his helmet throw night. Well, it looks like it, you guys are made oh. for each other getting disqualified on the same night. <laughs> a different track. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like love at I've first never, fight. I've never broke out... <laughs> never broke out before we can't go faster than a 19.3 i did a 19.297 yeah technically that's still illegal on on the second lap i've never broke out before so i'm like i've kind of what do you mean mean broke out broke out of the bracket you went too fast i was trying to let her explain it jeff come on (laughs) just means you you broke out you went too fast okay now for people that didn't know that jeffrey got it yep (laughs) Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> well, then I was 87, broke out, and I'm like, wait, what? No. They're just like you know, telling like, you. Wait, you, I went like, that fast? What? That's awesome. <laughs> so, man, so you're going down the front straight away. Nope. <laughs> I got it, though. I'm the fastest car on the track. I get no, it. I See did, you later. I did talk to another driver, and they heard my number come over the receiver that I broke out, and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> they couldn't believe it because I was the lap car last year. Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, and what'd you do different this year? I I went and raced dirt the week before. I don't know. So racing dirt made you faster. (laughs) It made me a lot more comfortable when the car goes and gets sideways. I've kind of, if it gets sideways, I kind of let it. You're not scared no more. Not as scared. Not as scared. Unless you're looping it in front of the rest of the field, and then your asshole kind of puckers a little bit. Yeah, because you don't want to be a victim. It's like. Like a NASCAR race when it was racing in the rain and nobody can see each yeah. other. I heard it was well, pretty like nasty. Blinking light that we can't see. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really really slick. Yeah, because we've had it where it rained all day, like the day before and everything. Track ride, all the water was coming up 
Oh, the yeah. cracks in the asphalt. Sweepers, they call that, yeah. And, and you were just kind of... Like a go-kart drifting? Well, the four-cylinders were fine for the most part because we still have some tread. Yeah. Everybody else is on mostly slicks with, like, three little lines oh, in yeah. their tires. Some, like, Formula One-looking tires. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it's... Water and asphalt don't mix. Well, water and, and asphalt are okay as long as you have gr- uh, grip and tread on your tires. Yeah, most of them don't. <laughs> I try not to. Yeah. Everybody else in my class, the balder your front tires are, the better. I've been getting slower with balder tires. Well, you have to drive different with balder tires, right? I drive different than everybody else anyways. Like, I've been told that I race it like it's dirt, and the ass end of my car will start swinging around going through the turns. Yeah, it's all supposed to be real smooth. Dirt, you still, dirt, dirt racers, though, that I see that are, are fast that look like they're smooth are probably out of control in that car to make it look so smooth though, right? I felt like I like when you watch videos of your car and you're like, that was a good lap. Like, how much were you fighting it in there? Like, should you keep it straight, you know, or keep it looking smooth? Like, it's a lot of work to do just a simple lap in a yeah. car. That's what people don't understand. I feel like when racing is easy because you're driving a vehicle, mm-hmm. but when you go into the corner and the car wants to like spin out or so you think it wants to spin out and it's really getting on the bars and you don't know how to react then then it becomes hard like there was a car last night that every time they'd go into the corner they just push up to the wall i'm like man i could tell you right now if i was in that car i would just push the brakes <laughs> probably I, get I, it to stop pushing up the track you know? i did that a little bit oh this guy i, I don't know if something was just something wasn't, wasn't right on his car because he'd go into the corner and then he would try to hit the gas and then the they just the left front the, the left the front tires would just be turned all the way left and he just pushes straight to a wall and I'm like lift <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I so I get it. it's not easy even with a modified then they're made to kind of drive oh I actually did scrape turn four wall did you yep nice it comes up on you quick at Peoria same yeah. with spoon if you ever go be watching mindful of that and uh, See, everything happens a lot faster on dirt oh yeah like I I've, agree I've heard Nick Clubbing say the same thing. Because he'll go back and race asphalt, like, for brackets or something. He said, everything just slows down when you're on asphalt. He feels like he's out for, like, a Sunday drive. <laughs> not, not on dirt. No. No. Bunch of wild childs on dirt. So, okay. Hooligans. Damn hooligans. <laughs> so you're, we're probably, we're, Billy Decker probably won't even tune in today. Yeah, he's probably not even watching. He's like, you guys got a Hornet driver on. Hornet and, driver and she's from the Fairbury area. We're not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard an old uh, an old thing on uh, DOD with uh, Turbo talking about pulling some water truck driver out of the Fairbury. Yeah, yeah. Was that Billy Decker? It might have been. Or was it somebody else? <laughs> I'm not sure. Said he was like, I was on my mini bike, fully suited up, and the guy in the Fairbury water truck drives by and just blasts me. <laughs> he says, so I pull the door open and about rip him out trying to beat this dude up. <laughs> I'm thinking, is that Billy Decker? He said 2000. I think he said it was 2016. Or maybe maybe he didn't give me a year back. Maybe Billy Decker wasn't working there then. I maybe don't think not. I don't think Billy Decker would have. That Turbo wouldn't have stood a chance if Billy Decker hopped out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you got disqualified one night this year. You're going, going too fast. Running. So now... You uh you go back and uh, you pick up your first career win. Uh, let's hear about your. A let's lot hear about of that, that was night. some luck. 
Hey, all racing's all luck. Yeah, it really is. We had uh, it was Orts spun. Well, I don't know if Chrysler got into them, but Chrysler and Orts got together. Orts started spinning and moved up the track, and I tried to avoid them. So I had a good side by side battle going with Jerry Legner. He got caught by Orts head on. I was on the outside, so I was able to squeak by, kind of. It caught my left rear and gave me a flat and kind of junked the wheel with nine yeah. to go. And it... Yeah, we see it. <laughs> yeah. They can't see it. No, they can't. <laughs> Let's see if they can see it now. Look at that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was nine to go. Nine to go. <laughs> so you're yeah. losing air the whole time, right? I was thinking I was in six, like sixth at that point. Because <laughs> the top two guys, after we went back green, broke out. And then the next lap, the next two broke out. So we had one through four, they broke out in that race, too. Okay, I'm after, no, that, that happened before the Orts deal. Ooh. <laughs> uh, after the Orts caution, I was up to fourth with flat. And I had Ingram and Van Hossen battling each other for the lead, and uh, Schmeising was in front of me. I'm trying to keep up and keep everybody else behind me. Well, uh, Ingram and Van Hausen got mixed up and into the front stretch wall with two laps, one, one or two laps to go. I think we just, I don't know, kind of, it's kind of a weird scoring deal. Yeah. Because they got together, and then they informed uh, Schmeising that he broke out on that lap also. Bunch of DQs going on. So the top two guys are in a wreck. They can't continue. The guy in third went too fast. So now I have the lead. Going back green with two laps to go. I just wanted to keep everybody else behind me. That's where the mirrors came in handy. Yeah. You can judge them and just stay in front of the car behind you so you don't go too fast. <laughs> <laughs> that was my biggest worry. Don't go too fast. Don't spin out. Yeah. Got her done. I was excited. Yeah. Hey, there's, I mean, any race you win, I don't care if it's like, a heat race or I was so excited. race, I, I get excited. I forgot how to take my helmet off. I forgot to take my gloves off. I'm like, okay, I got the steering wheel off and then realized for didn't even take my belts off. Oh. <laughs> You're just like so excited. The picture they have of you when you, you were getting out of the car, you look, you look pumped. So. Yeah, and my daughter Maggie was with me at the track. She fell asleep during the street stocks because she was cold and tired. Ah. Uh. And I was start, I started 12th that night. So she's like, well, you're not going to win. I'm, I just want to go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> I come back after. Not going to win. After I won and everything. Go to wake her up. I'm like, I won. No, you didn't. Go look in the front seat. There's a trophy sitting there. She's like, wait, you actually won? <laughs> you, no, they just give you a trophy when you don't win. <laughs> well, I just that's pretty much what it's like. That's what we're in right now. She so. probably was like, okay, whatever, Mom. Let me see your 12th place trophy. <laughs> so uh, your twin, Connie, wants to know, uh, are you ever going to move up to, uh, how'd she say this? Say a real race car? Kids mod. <laughs> yeah, if you were going to go to a kids mod. <laughs> or wow. a wow. It's only, you got to be 8 to on. 16, Connie. Come on. Hey, I just turned... Like, I know Amanda just turned 17, okay? But she can't go back to a kid's mod. I just turned about the same lap times as a kid's mod, okay? They yeah. just look cooler. They just look cooler. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, hey, 
Nothing wrong with racing in a Hornet class. Just uh, mean, if if I can get some good sponsors that want to fund me moving up, that'll or a work. Boyfriend that has a spare car that'll let you run he doesn't a have B a spare car. car class. He doesn't yeah, have a spare car. Yeah, he stopped throwing his helmet and wrecking his cars. He could have had a spare one. <laughs> Connie, I'm sorry. You two do look alike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one of my speeding tickets on the way to Clarksville, Tennessee, for the toilet. I bowl. believe it. Connie probably the, got you to go faster no. than you were supposed to. It's her fault. They took the they took the driver's license from everybody in the car. Make sure nobody had any warrants or anything. The cop came back and gave me a ticket to Connie's name. Hey, got you out of a ticket. Because he thought I, he got us mixed up. Because <laughs> apparently we look Brian, like... Brian, have you ever met Connie out at Fairbury? Yeah, I met him. This is who I met her. I met her <laughs> and Connie the first few... They the first are, few I never yeah. got to say that, but yeah, first time I met you was with Connie. Yeah, they are identical for not being related. <laughs> I've said that for about six Connie years. always gives me beer at PDC. <laughs> she loves me. Hey, Alexandria Downs, what's up? That's I, saw her today. Old, old I saw her today at work. She said, Alex? she said, you guys are like blown up now. And I'm was like, she, where was she working at? Mm. Was she at Norwood? No, the corner in. Oh. In Elmwood there. She was one of my favorite bartenders. Was. She still is a yeah, bartender. I don't drink anymore. Jeff, you had like three Vegas pops last month. That's because you guys like forced me. No, you just physically came in and said, I don't drink, but I'll take a Vegas pop. <laughs> oh, hold the Vegas. <laughs> Just give me the bomb. When we were at Dizzy Dean's, I was yeah. like, have one ready for me before I even get yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's rainy, and what's better to do on a rainy day than day drink? <laughs> yeah. Nothing, really. Me and Taylor's done that a few times. Uh, <laughs> day drinking? Yeah. Uh, that sucks. There's this bar down in Bloomington that has uh, beach volleyball in the back. And, Corey's? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, Pub, pub two or something like that. I don't know. I think that might be the name of it. But uh, yeah, we drank there from eleven in the morning till uh, midnight. So yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> Taylor's fault, not mine. Bad influence. Amanda doesn't party. She's a good girl. You can't. <laughs> go you can't. Uh, you can't hang out with her. She's. I don't know. Unless she's changed in the last four years. I don't party as much. I don't, so don't live two blocks from the track where I can just walk home anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I walk to my dad's house. That was a nice little walk, though, to go there. Billy, I didn't have a rough night, uh, but I stopped over to talk to Keith Siegel, and uh, I think he left the track at, like, 4 o'clock this afternoon. So uh, I, I got home at about 4, and uh, <laughs> I need some water because I haven't been drinking enough of it. <laughs> I was in plenty of it yesterday getting the dunk tank. I didn't see you over there trying to dunk me. Yeah, Billy. You were there all day and didn't even attempt the dunk tank. You didn't even have your race car, Billy. Yeah, he did. Here at the track. Yeah, he did. He had it on display. Yeah. Billy did? Yeah, Billy and Steve both. Billy, get your there's, car finished. There's pictures of you're both talking about bro, You're talking about Kidder. Kidder ain't got his car done yet. Oh, yeah, Billy. Billy, get your car figured out. You were struggling yesterday. Oh, yeah, throttle stuck Suck. in the heat rate or qualifying. Kidder, get that fixed. <laughs> <laughs> he was there working on it. Yeah, I know he was. I saw him. I give him a hard time because uh, he's always telling me about his race car and I haven't seen it this year yet. Yeah, he's a slow one out of the, t- out of the three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said he said a few more weeks he'll have his out. I know, I've seen that. But he, he said that a few weeks ago. Yeah, so he's saying a few weeks. <laughs> With the way we're keeping them busy with shirts and hats, probably be a month. 
Oh, yeah, probably. You never know. That's what happens if peak racing season hits. You're busy, especially if you're in the clothing or embroidery or the wrap business. You get super busy at the beginning of the season. It slows down a little bit, but then it picks back up. Oh, you should pick up about mid-season. Yeah. Because everybody destroyed a lot of shit already. Yep, or <laughs> sold all the shirts, and they're like, well, we don't need any long sleeves and hoodies. Now we need short sleeves and tank tops. Now that Amanda's a feature winner, she needs to go through logo wear, get some hats made, and we can sport her on hats. Need yeah, something. we need to get her a hot lap Pyrrhus decal. Yeah. That's Chris. It makes you faster. <laughs> get on it, Well, I can Chris. use anything to make me faster right Hollow now. Hollow Hero stickers make you <laughs> they faster. They are making you winners. We had, we've given, we've had four of them on cars, and they're winning, so. Yeah, every, car, them, every car we have a sticker on is one. There's one. It's like we're, like I said, we're geniuses. We're gypsies. We know. We can tell, tell, mm-hmm. tell them to the future. We have magic race car predicting powers. It's because it's like WWE. It's all scripted. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Hey, I, I do got to give a shout out to Shelly because while I was stuck uh, working the dunk tank yesterday, she had to handle all the lineups by or all the entries by herself yesterday. I heard you she didn't got get to pretty, help. No, I heard she got pretty swamped over there. That sucks. Well, so, shout out to her for getting her done. She was she was a little upset, and, but she she worked through it. She got it. Jeff, how were your DMs this morning? Any angry people? I had more people asking about pictures than anything. Uh, our track photographer had some issues at home, an emergency at home, so he wasn't able to make it. So lucky enough, I had my camera with me and was able to get heat race and feature winter pictures yep. done. So I was down there a couple of times doing some pictures myself, videos. Puckett said he needs like 10 High Life Hero stickers if they make him back. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll get you 10. We'll just make you small. <laughs> yeah. small just put 10 all over the car. We'll get you a Hot Lap Heroes tech sticker, man. Once you get once you're, once your Hot Lap Hero approved, you're good to go. <laughs> well, hell, he was one of the first ones on the show, and we ain't even got him one yet. I know. It's Chris. I got to blame my sponsor. Well, I guess it's because he just now got his car done, too. Yeah. So. I got to blame one of my other sponsors for his busyness. That's Chris at Full House Signs and Graphics. So dang busy mm-hmm. since we've been sponsoring, or we've been... Talking about him on our podcast that he can't keep up with the demand now. Yeah. Now all my Hot Lap Hero stuff's taking a back burner. Yeah, he can't get our new logo done yet. Man, how hard is it to add Jeff's beautiful face in there? <laughs> Not hard. All you got to do is just draw a circle with a bunch of beards going on. <laughs> <laughs> you say a bunch of beards? <laughs> One big beard. Oh, okay. Sound like you said a bunch of I beards. I did. I, okay, I screwed I, up. You caught yourself there. I caught myself, That's, yeah. that's pretty my good. Bad, that's funny. Bad. No, you don't have to apologize. It's comedy gold. <laughs> so, Amanda, I know when I met you. It was like uh, probably PDC or pre-PDC, right? That, when I first met you, I, when we were in Cole's racing in Fairbury. I can't remember if that was when I had pink hair still or not. Oh, yeah. What yep. color hair did Amanda have? <laughs> oh, it's either been brown, blonde, or pink. It was pink. I remember. And uh, I don't. I just remember right right when I met you and Connie, I met a couple other people or whatever, and we just kind of bonded. I always thought you were always a good person. You never were mean to me like some of the other girls I met were. <laughs> <laughs> and you're always down to earth, and I and I, I always like to always tell like, you kind of had some of the same like, things as I did, like the racing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you got the racing bug in you, right? Mm-hmm. And now look at you. Oh, I've always wanted to be a race car driver. Yeah, uh, see, isn't that, isn't that weird? Like people that technically just like they generally are born wanting to be a race car driver. It's like they never become a race car driver. Very few do. 
Then you find people that like people it. are like yeah people are like into sports and want to be a baseball player or basketball player or whatever. They're the ones that drive race cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like I don't get it. Mm-hmm. It's like a competitive spirit. I never had like the the knack to be competitive in sports because I, I was for one I was left handed and I was four five two hundred. <laughs> so yeah, the best position for me would be goalie in hockey. <laughs> They're not going to score on me, right? So. I mean, like, never competitively, but I always wanted to do the same thing you. I wanted to race ever since I was a kid. So, like, kind of tell me about, like, when you first fell in love with racing, that your first memory of, of, like, you're just like, oh, my God, I love this. And, like, where you are with it now, does it feel the same or has it changed your perception of how you looked at racing from when you first started liking it to now being in it and racing? Uh, my perception of it's changed actually quite a bit. Yeah. Like, I used to, well, when I was a little kid, I'd get excited over my favorite local drivers. Sure. Had no idea who any of the touring guys were because we only went to Fairbury, sometimes Peoria or Farmer City. Like, maybe once in a while, Kankakee. Never right. really went outside of that. Like, I, I had heard the name Bloomquist. I think I was maybe, like, 11 or 12 before I ever seen him. Okay. And, like, I, well, I knew of Shannon Babb that was... Shannon Babb and Dennis Herb were always my favorites. Okay. But they were, they were kind of like... Grumpy cat. <laughs> he is not grumpy cat. He's got the grumpy look. <laughs> well, they were always my favorites. I got to see them a lot more. Right. But I never really cared for a lot of the big touring guys. I always liked my locals, even on big shows. Yeah. Big shows now, I'm going to cheer for my local. Oh, yeah, 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 Definitely. But, uh, like, uh, so, uh, I can't even talk now. <laughs> Sorry, it happens to us all the time. Which is, it's that much more exciting when, like, your local guy beats one of the big touring oh, guys. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, no, I, like, I, like, we were talking to Donnie about it. I was like, man, to watch you just run up top and run with these, these top guys, I mean, it's, it's a cool feeling to see that, you know. Um, <clears throat> so, you, I mean, essentially, when you were into racing, you kind of, you just have always liked the local guys mm-hmm. as you were growing up. So um, now that you're doing this, are, are you like, do you find yourself like spending more time dealing with racing stuff or like do you just, are you more involved in it since you're racing or has it been about like the same? As- it's been kind of about the same. I actually haven't even made it to Fairbury yet this year. I haven't either. We will, though, soon. We will. I, I went almost a decade without missing a single race there. And now you haven't been at all. Not at all this year. Okay, so it changes because you're you're racing somewhere different. So you're you're yeah. Well, they don't race my class, so I can't. Yeah. If I want to race, I'm not going there. Yeah. But I I like going to a lot of other different tracks too. It's a good thing to do that. You keep refining your skills. You know, being, well, I have being a so many driver. favorite drivers that don't always go to the my the tracks closest to me. Yeah, but you were close. You could be around. You know. Uh, Farmer City, Fairbury. Uh, I mean, I guess there's... Where's Kankakee? How far is Kankakee from where? Um, Kankakee's only about 35 minutes from where yeah, I live so now. You, you got you had plenty of racetracks to be around yeah. within a reasonable... Farmer City's about an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, within a reasonable drive. You know, it's 112 miles from here to Fairbury. Yeah, well, I can't go to Far- or can't even go to Kankakee or Farmer City on a Friday night because I race on Friday nights. So, yeah, so the race... You could go to those tracks that you could run your class. Oh, Kankakee, I raced there three times last year. You don't have to be strictly at Grundy. 
She just said she likes to go other places, though. I know. I like yeah. going other places to watch. Well, you can go oh, race other watch. places because not dirt dirt tracks aren't going to disqualify you for going too fast. <laughs> yeah, that's like the goal. <laughs> <laughs> we do it right on the dirt, okay? But we still give love to asphalt because it does take us to most racetracks. <laughs> <laughs> I go fast on those cars on the asphalt. Hey, you'd be surprised how many Jeff, as- asphalt drivers we have. That yeah. have raced dirt. And they don't like it? No, they like it. Or they just like to be able to go back and forth. Yeah. No, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, uh, I just think there's always that disconnect where people are like, hey, asphalt's for getting to the dirt track. No, I, I like some asphalt races. I, I've oh, I do. I, I love them. watching those super late models. Like, those are fun to watch. I like and the modifieds. The open wheel modifieds yeah. are fun to watch, too. The, uh, the wheel and modified series are fun to watch. K&N or whatever. Yeah, those are, I mean, I think that's... So at some point in time, would you like to get up to that level where you can run some small block V8s and do some wide body, super late model asphalt racing? Maybe, but it, it still costs a lot. Yeah. We got the single mom budget. Right. <laughs> so we're in a hornet. Yeah. No, I get it. And, and, and you know what? You're still fulfilling your, your, your need they, for speed in a sense. And you're, and you're competitive. You know, you got that first win. It, and, and like you said, you know, with a flat left rear. <laughs> <laughs> so you you got to experience the highs and lows and you've experienced being a fan see like mm-hmm. one thing i don't have that you have is that you are a racer and you are a race winner now like that's the one part that i missed from where i could almost be like exactly i could almost say we were kind of like the same as a race fan right except maybe you were around it sooner than me so like what's it feel like being a winner now when you go onto the track are you like more focused are you stressing out more do you like I actually stress out less now. Okay. Because now you're not nervous? Yeah. Because now that you got it out of the way, you're like, I used to get nervous as soon as I got in. I'd have to pee as soon as I started strapping. I'm like, crap. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just pee your pants. Most race car drivers do. I don't do that. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) I've seen some Hornet races. They're like an hour long. Your your pants will dry by then. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did find a bigger high than winning. What's that? When drivers that don't race anymore, that you were fans of like a decade ago and cheering for, now they're cheering for you. Yeah. And they're coming up to you telling you how good you did. Yeah. And you're signing their like little girl's shirt. Oh, that's, yeah, that's definitely cool. Yeah. Like that, I'm like, oh, that's even better than winning. <laughs> I think that's like the main thing with racing is, and a lot, maybe some of the people forget it, but the fans make it what it is. I know we get those bad fans you know but Mm -hmm. for the most part it's always good to see kids coming back in the pits and interacting with drivers and you and it's so cool to see women drivers having all the girl drivers come up and (laughs) connie said amanda that's old age and childbirth that makes you do that (laughs) (laughs) but it's just cool to see that uh you know that you 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 can inspire people you know Mm -hmm. by doing like something that you wanted to do and I, I'm getting that a little bit here where I was making a comment about how I don't, I'm normally a fanboy or, you know, fangirl, but I got race car drivers that are fans of me now. So, like, I get that. We, we've got that in common. It's kind of a, it's a different feeling, but in, in the same sense, it's like, it's cool that people support you. And, and like, you know, NASCAR, you, you know, as you get autographs, people are like, oh, my God, I got an autograph. But to see a girl come up to you and she's just, can I have your autograph? And you're like, yeah, and you, sign. you made her night, you know. Um, she's going to talk about you at show and tell. She's going to show the hero card and 
this girl, I want to be like her, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's cool because I think that the sport needs that. Regardless if you're racing a sport compact or pure stock, um, it's cool to, to, that allows you to still do what you want to do and have a young fan come into there and, and you can kind of show them a part of your world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's neat, and I think that needs to be more of a thing. Uh, more of a thing. I think most drivers need to stay after races a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day, Jeff, you know that. I think, I mean, most race cars would stay for an hour or so after races and, yep. and, and, and would sign autographs for kids. Now you don't really see that. Everybody's hauling up as soon as the feature's over and they're getting the hell out of there. I mean, and some do stay, but not as many that I think used to. And, and No, I think there's a steady 10 to 12 that are always at Peoria. Till Keith Siegel never leaves. No, Keith stays the night. Yeah, he stays the night. <laughs> Once he gets the motor home, he'll probably spend the whole weekend there, Friday through Sunday. Yeah, he'll be like, uh, he'll be like uh, what's his name, a Clark, or uh, Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think there's a, about 10 or 15 that stay probably an hour, hour and a half after the races, but most of them are loaded up and heading out. Like, one thing I wish more tracks would do is be, like, doing even, like, a, having drivers come a little bit early and do just, like, a meet and greet with different See, drivers each week. And I've tried Or during that. an intermission. Yeah. Because, like, I think it's awesome. Like, I've, I'll go up and see if my ex brings my kids to the races. I go up and see them, you know, during intermission or during other racing and everything. Right. You'd get, be surprised how many people would see a driver coming up to the stands in their suit. They're wishing you luck. They're giving you high fives. Right. I'm like, this is awesome. Right, yeah, I mean, it's it like, is. You don't definitely. even know which one I drive, but yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they just see you in a race suit and they're like, are you racing? You're like, no, I just wear this for fun. Well, you need to get you some hero cards. And yeah, look, you know who you I are. do need to get some hero cards. Oh. Jeff knows a guy. I know. <laughs> He's a pretty good dude. Let's see you get a picture of your car. I can, get, I can hook you up. Sweet, making deals on Hot Lab Heroes. <laughs> That's right. I, I technically stay away from that stuff, but our truck photographer, he's got his gig going. And, but there's a few friends I've helped out. So so you're gonna are you going to win at the on the go-kart race? I'm going to try. Are you willing to run them off the road if you're gonna, just to win? Maybe. Nice. I think she would. I think she would, too. I mean, well, I mean, uh, Kidder stepped up and was paying another hundred dollars a piece for first place in the in each heat. So, yeah, I haven't got a heat race win yet. Or not each heat, but of each feature. I was gonna say, dang, Kidder's throwing a grand at this. Yeah, Yeah, thanks, Kidder. (laughs) I just got to put you in for a hundred dollars a heat race. (laughs) All right. Uh, No, but for the heat race winners, uh, Kurt's got a bunch of those uh, plaques. Plaques that will put a. We'll have Chris make some Hot Lab Hero uh, Heat Race winner stickers. I don't know. I don't know. I got to make sure he gets our sticker done first. Yeah. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess it'll be Best Buddies Heat Race feature. Best Buddies Heat Race. Heat yep. Race, yeah. Yeah. Because it is the Best Buddies Grand Prix. I think we got like 60-some-odd people registered, you said? 60. We're at 60 now. In one and a half weeks or a week and a few days, that's not too bad. I think we'll get to 100. So, so if we hit 100 here pretty quick... We will extend it to 120. Yeah. Um, we don't want to go over 120 because we don't want it to be a shit show. We want this to continue, and we don't want to take on more than we can handle. So Makes sense. 120, I think, would be a perfect number to stop at. That gives us 12 heat races. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, no, and I'm, 
I mean, you know, I just want, I want to raise 20 grand, but if I could raise like 15,000, I'd still be happy so I could keep my mullet. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be a good time. I hope everybody has checked the, the site out or the page to, and keep an updated with that. We're, I know we're putting out a, a crap ton of content. Like I said, yeah. uh, Alexandria, she's like, you guys are blowing up now, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, I guess we are kind of taking off a little bit. Um, but it's because we love it and, and we, we have a, the true means to do this. Uh, you know, it's obviously, it's, it's part of our, it's like our love for the racing, just like your love for the, the racing sport itself, you know, like uh, I can't be out there driving a race car, but damn it, I can sure video the race cars mm -hmm. and talk to the drivers and help Cole or help anybody that needs anything on a race car because that's that's what I contribute to the sport at this point. Kidder says he's only going to have to do $100 because he's taken the under 200. So he'll be taking his own <laughs> oh, <money>. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and uh, talking about the content, I've had, I've had a lot of people messaging me after the Mike Chastain uh, interview. That was a pretty good one. And uh, they knew I was also doing Ray Neltner the next day. A lot of people has been asking when that one was going to be released. The best way I could describe this to Ray was this is kind of like a TV show type deal where <laughs> I will release once, one a week. Yeah. So uh, one Historic Hero episode a week. I try to get one pre-recorded ahead of time. So I, um, how do we call these bookmarking episodes or what do you call them? Oh, no, it's called banking. Banking episodes. Banking yeah. episodes. So, uh, yeah, so Rays should be out Tuesday. We try to hit it every Tuesday. We try to release those. So uh, look for Neltner's uh, interview to be coming soon. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll get that up this week. So uh, this is my eight day in a row of work. So this will be my seventh yes. day. To, tomorrow's my eighth day in a row for work. So I, I tend to get um, not a lot done on those days because I'm right. just exhausted. Like, I got here, and I, I wish I would have been. I would have rather been in bed, but I couldn't miss Amanda coming over here and mm -hmm. telling me about her bent rim and her, her win and <laughs> yep. what it's like to be a Hornet driver and oh, it's fun driving on asphalt. You should try it. I I'd love to. Well, I, we're trying to get him a street stock deal. Yeah, I'm trying to get in. Trying to get a ride going here. Uh, Greg Osmond said he's got a house car for the Hot Lap Heroes next year that he almost flipped. So Greg, keep it on four because I mean. Even if you don't let me drive it, I still just want to tell everybody we got a race car, like the Hot Lap, the, you know, the Hot Lap yeah. Heroes house race car. Come on now. How cool does that sound? <laughs> we got a racing team, and we don't even have a garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Greg, if you need room, we'll let Cole bought a house, and there's a two-stall garage in there. So I don't we know could, if we Greg could... needs any more room after us being there that day and seeing all the room he has. He built a damn loft in the thing. Well, no, he needs more room. He's going to have two cars in oh, there. Oh, that's right, yeah. Plus a third one. So, yeah. I mean, if you need somewhere to store it, I know a place. AKA the fuel closet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, next uh, week's, uh, let's see, what are we running on time? Oh, next week. Yeah, you didn't even tell me who you were going to have on next week. We got Keith Siegel next week. No, and you know what? I talked about it in my little podcast I did. I, you know what? I, uh, yeah, we're going to have Keith on next week. But but um, it's not going to be on a Sunday. Nope, it's going to be on the Monday. Spoon River's racing Sunday with the Mars race. Yep. Uh, we'll all probably be at that. Uh, so we'll have Keith racing. Keith can't race in there because his... His beat will... No, but he'll be there drinking beer, yeah, I guarantee you. Guarantee he will be there <laughs> drinking beer. So uh, we'll race Peoria Saturday and Spoon Sunday and come back out here Monday for the... 
for the weekend, podcast. Pa- weekend yeah. updates. It's going to be, a, we're all going to be, except for Jeff, because he doesn't drink, we'll all probably be slow and sluggish. So a cool thing happened last night, and I, I talked about it on my podcast uh, today. I made a little short episode. But I, I've been wanting to do a modified show, and I've been, I, I, I found the guy that I wanted to be part of it, and we talked about it. He actually came up with the literature for it, and, you know, I was excited to do that with Blake and, uh, I think Blake just got really busy, right, you know, and I feel bad because I feel like I put a, I put it on him, you know, and I didn't, and I, maybe I'm overbearing or, you know, more of an annoyance or pestering him because he, he's so busy. So I said, man, I, I feel bad, but I still want to do this modified show because, you know, I think these modified guys deserve respect. Mm-hmm. They do. They don't get enough of it. It's, it's not easy to drive them being open wheel things, you know, um, and them tiny little pizza cutter tires. But I still think a real talent is it comes from the modified class, and I'm, I'm not dogging any other class, but I don't think modifieds get enough love. And so Blake's a very accomplished racer, and I'm like, hey, man, let's do this. And he's like, okay, and it just hasn't been working. And so I had to kind of dump him off on this deal and kind of shelf the idea, which was north versus south, which is okay. Um, but I got an idea last night talking to Keith Siegel, and I said, man, you want to be on and do this modified show with me? Maybe we can get chicken, chicken shit and fire. Well, Chris mm-hmm. Moorefield to come on. I think that uh, that would be kind of fun. So I'm actually going to try it out with me and Keith. We're going to we're going to try it out. And we're going to see if we can get chicken to come on and and crank off this modified show. And uh, the idea of this one is going to be the A main versus the B mains. So it's going to be a, a mod versus B mod. No, A main versus B main. Oh, so that's B, what you call it? Yeah, the B main's going to be the B mods, okay, and the A main's okay. going to be the A mods. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Keith will will do his B mod due diligence, and either Chris or I or both will do the A mod diligence and and kick this show off here in a couple of weeks because I've been wanting to do it, and I'm like, the more things that come on board, the less duties I have, and so <laughs> I wanted to have this modified deal because. I think it's going to be a good show. So yeah. maybe we'll get Amanda to come on and have a Hornet show every once a month or something. Uh, I just saw that uh, Cody Magner came in. Hey, Cody. We got to give this guy some props here. This guy busted his ass all weekend. I don't even know why he's awake right now because he didn't sleep or eat well, Friday, he was still Saturday. To track. He was still to track when I left this morning at 3.30. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> between the, the carnival and the racing, Cody busts his ass and he was running the show. <sighs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. I like Co- Cody's been a, a big help since he joined the racetrack, uh, last year and he's a cool dude. Yeah. Maybe we need to get him on a podcast. We should get a few. I think we get him, we should, we should get him and Craig on. Yeah. Here. Craig. I know Craig's watching. We, that would be a good one. We'll have uh, not just drivers. Yeah, well, we got track workers. And track workers can be heroes. We're gonna get yeah, we're gonna get Billy Decker on best water truck driver in Fairbury. Let's see. Without those track workers, you don't have a race tonight. Nope. Yep. I talk about that. People bash tracks a lot, and I'm like, you know what? They don't have to do this. They do it for you for have to have a place to race. So be mindful of that when. I'm watching the track guy get just destroyed yesterday by everybody screaming at him, you know, and they're, and he's just like, whatever, you know, he's got to have strong shoulders to, to, to carry that. I said, most of them are working 40 hours plus a week on top of work. I tell you, yeah, exactly. Mike Jones working the pit gate, that guy probably gets yelled at the most. Oh, yeah. Just by the position he's in, so he's got thick shoulders. <laughs> and uh, is, he the, is he the arm guy? 
Jonesy? Yeah. Well, he's the one that, when you were doing the video up there that one day. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said something. We came across, told him who you were. He's like, oh, it's, it's Hall's buddy. He's all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who he he, uh, he does. He probably gets, he gets it the most. That's what I was saying. He gets, he just gets lit up. <laughs> you understand these racers are get very emotional and angry. And it's just that the fact that when it, they get angry, he's the first official they, they see, see because yeah. he's working at the pit gate. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he gets, a, he takes it, he takes a brunt of the weight, but he handles it uh, pretty good. I think you have to have a, you know, you got to have strong shoulders to be in the racing. I mean, you got to, you, you can't. Can't be a wuss sometimes. I mean, he was a former driver himself. Yeah, they'll eat you up out there. If they know they can roll over on you, they will. You know, they'll... they'll. But I think a lot of drivers don't realize how angry they sound when they get out of a car. They're, they're raw emotion, you know what I mean? So, and, and he probably thinks of it, well, they're yelling at me, but it's kind of like, it's a race car, it's loud, so you have to yell <laughs> to talk to anybody. Yeah, I, I kind of yelled at an official at Grundy, but that was... Because my car was running, and you can't hear me with the helmet on. Right. And he's got his headset on, too. So. Yeah, exactly. You know who else gets yelled at a lot? The tow truck drivers. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I was walking over to see Chris uh, Kid Reckett's car last night, and he is obviously not happy about getting, you know, stuffed uh, you know, in that, in that pileup in one and two. And I don't know what he was saying, but he, he is just giving it to the tow truck driver. <laughs> Contractor, I was like, uh huh, uh huh, hooking the bumper up. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You racers are, you get upset, and yeah, the first person with a green shirt and a set of earmuffs is getting lit up. Yeah. <laughs> so cheers to all the ones that get lit up and do this for fun, you know. <laughs> so we got Keith Siegel next week. Uh, the boys are going to be doing some interviews. I'm, I'm yep. assuming uh, Kurt's going to have a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> I'm working the dirt with Kurt. <laughs> uh, Cole and I are working on an interview with uh, Scott Scooter May uh, and Craig Allen. So uh, those will be part of the two uh, Historic Hero episodes. Uh, Cole uh, wants to be part of the Allen Automotive one because he grew up next door oh, yeah. to them. And uh, being a Spoon River Speedway kid... I was also a Spoon River kid. Uh, Scott Scooter May is probably the most popular guy out there. Yeah. In all times. So, uh, also hated by a lot of people as well. Yeah. But yeah, I think you get that with everybody. He, he was like the Dale Earnhardt of Spoon River Speedway. Yeah, that's what you, you said to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dale Earnhardt of the trailer park. White <laughs> trash god. A little Eminem lyric for you. We're, uh, we're looking forward to that. And, uh, our old guy over here, Brian, be looking for uh, his uh, Hot Lap Hero song. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, I'm looking for somebody to sing it. I, tr- I tried to record it. I thought it. you were going to sing it. I did, and um, I needed more practice or, uh, yeah. I think I should just get somebody else to record it. Okay. I think it would sound cool if I did it, but it's, it's, it's hard to hit those high notes, you know? I'm not that, I'm not a skinny little out, you know, I'm a baritone kind of guy so I don't know yeah I tried it didn't sound good and the microphones was actually working when I did it oh yeah so yeah Brian wrote a a piece of uh, Hot Life Heroes music it's a it was it was really good if you literally just change guitar to race car in foreigner song jukebox hero 
The song wrote itself. <laughs> it really did. Look it up. Go look it up and just put race car in front of guitar, and it literally wrote itself. I changed a lot of other things around, but it was literally the easiest song I've ever written in my life. But yes, I've got a, four or five people that, that were tagged in a post, and I'm going to reach out to them. I was thinking about that today, and I'm like, I need to get on that. don't want to lose steam on that because that's going to be a good... Well, I was almost going to have you perform it live today, but... Oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't sure how comfortable you'd be with uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I... I mean, I've drank enough water maybe to have a voice for it, but uh, it's it's pretty funny, and uh, I think we'll make it... We'll make, when, eventually, when we get it done, we'll make a video for it. I think that would be the oh, best. Oh, we should have enough footage from... <laughs> Jesus, I know. <laughs> I, I look through videos, and it's like... Three seconds, and then the next video is four seconds, and then the next video is three seconds, and the next video is four seconds. And I'm like, why do I only take four-second videos? It's because I'm working on stories. and like yeah. It's a perfect amount of time for a clip. It's that much time. So, yeah, we got enough stuff coming in down the pipeline. We're working on a website. Um, YouTube channel coming sometime uh -huh. soon. We'll probably get an Instagram page soon, too. We need to get that going. A lot of things in the pipeline. What... Uh, talk about things coming in the pipeline. What's in the pipeline for you racing-wise the next rest of the year? Where are you going to be um, running at? Where can everybody come watch you race at? Are you going to come back to Peoria and try to knock off a dirt win here soon? I would like to come back to Peoria, but I also only have my car, and I can't really afford a whole lot of spare parts. Sure. So my main focus is going to be Grundy on Fridays because I want to try and get a top five in points for this year. Sure. Because I got ninth last year Yeah. being a rookie. But I want to try and get in the top five in points for there. Okay. Well, that's not a bad manageable expectation. And it's only like 20 minutes from home. She needs to conquer that <laughs> and then just switch to dirt full-time next year. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's so much more fun. It might be in the you're racing, might, might be you're in the racing, you're racing. You're racing, you're racing well, the clock and asphalt. She might skip others. the Hornet class because one... Old timer's day comes along and she turns quicker laps than Steve and is modified. <laughs> she might have a B mod, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, hopefully you get a chance to try out driving a, a V8. I, I got to with Coles and it was life changing. No more addicted duration than I've ever been in my life now. So um, <laughs> just just be prepared for that. <laughs> well, if I do that, I might not want to go back to less cylinders. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> B mod, Steve. That's right. Oh, he already said he, he wanted to drive my Hornet last night. Oh, probably. <laughs> so what if I did host this, per se, a no-rules race, and I know I shit-talked the, the, the Hornets out of doing it because they cheat so much, but would you come and run a no-rules race mm. if I had one at Pure Speedway? If I had another car that actually had some power. Well, no, you got your car. You can just cheat it up, do whatever you want to it. You know how hard it is to cheat that thing up? It's a Ford. No. Well, it is, but it's... Put a big wing on it. I don't care. Big wedge on it. Yeah. <laughs> Late model wedges, you know? You'd be flying around Plus that track. Glass it's going to be like the soapbox derby or the pinewood <laughs> derby of cheating is what it's going to be. That's that's what I'm anticipating. If and we, I want, if we do and this, I want 150 cars to show up for this entire event. If this somehow Minimum. happens, I want to see plexiglass on... On One it. car in each yeah, class. Yeah. I already had a modified guy last night. It's like, can I put plexiglass on the car? I'm like... Yeah, man. You got some Goodyear tires or a semi-tire? Put them on. I want to... <laughs> American Racer, put her on. Put them on. Hockey puck, put it on. Like, Brian Hayward, Hot Lap Heroes Race. Fuck the rules 30. <laughs> <laughs> this is no fucking rules. 
So no fucking rules race. <laughs> that would be cool outlaw race. I think, uh, I mean, honestly, with the tire shortages coming out that, that um, Hoosier's been dealing with, I, I think you're going to have to eventually try to find something. If, if tires get short, let them run what they got. I know Cole's got a shit ton of 20s out there that he can't use because, you know, they don't want you to use 20s. They want you to use 40, 30. So and we're already having a tire shortage for just regular cars. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, see, racing's going to be erect, directly affected. And our racing affected. wheels are all back-ordered, at least for my car, back-ordered until June or July. Well, at least you got that one in case you need to fix it. That means you can start doping other tires. I yeah, guess. exactly. So you can bring all the dope tires you want to this race. Well, I already cleaned out one junkyard of my tires and wheels. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, yeah, if, if we put this race on, so you said you're gonna, you, you'd come cheat it up and try it out. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Not, not commitment, not committed. Gotta, Steve would be I gotta in have it. a car by then. I don't care if you throw a helmet in the race either. <laughs> yeah, you can throw a helmet in this race. I think he's got a couple of no spares rules. that he could keep next to him and just there's chuck no them out rules. the window. The only rules is you <laughs> gotta make weight. You can't use nitromethane and you can't use nitrous. Everything else is like regular race, right? You'd be chucking helmets out, it'd be like Mario Kart. I think I think this would be a good time. <laughs> Topless hornets. Topless hornets, yeah. Topless hornets with a huge wing on the back. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. You got a Ford Focus ST with a Dodge Daytona wing on the back. It's a ZX3. Oh, is it? Yeah. Nice. It's even <laughs> faster than. I had a Focus for a while. Had a hard time focusing on it. My badass had a CRX. <laughs> Oh man, the hottest VRX is? Yeah. Man, I got to drive my cousin. Can you imagine seeing my big ass in one of those? It happened. You're like the you're like the comic store guy. The comic the comic store guy off of The Simpsons. <laughs> or no, or no, it was the tall guy that was in the tiny car. Gets out these super long legs, it's just Jeff like <laughs> my other cheeseburgers and the funnel cakes. <laughs> Getting out of my tiny little CRX with two hundred and ten horsepower. <laughs> Sounds like a damn uh Rice factory. The only reason I bought a CRX was because I saw all the Hornet cards at Peoria when they first came oh, out. Oh man, were the all CRXs, CRXs were yeah. Those so were I went fast. and bought one for the road. Hell yeah! Now, now I, I had a Prelude. I had a I had a '96 Honda Prelude, and I tried to sell it to everybody. Some of the guys were like, "Man, I remember you messaging me four years ago trying to sell a Prelude to me." It was like one was David to France, and then there was another guy. I can't remember. We just talked yesterday about it, and I was like. Yeah, I told everybody I had a fast-ass car, and they're like, it's too nice. I'm like, it's a 50-footer. <laughs> I had stitches in the body kit. It was a glorified hunk of junk. I was like, somebody <laughs> should have bought that corner car, and they'd have been out whipping ass. Until these Echotech motors, yeah. these Echotech motors, you cheating hornet sons of bitches, whatever you guys are doing to them motors, what are you doing to them cheated-up motors you got? I haven't done shit to mine. You need to cheat so it up, then. Oil. You need to get ready for this cheating race. Like, we got a little oil leak now. Do you? <laughs> but Steve, it, it's you got 160,000 miles on it. Yeah, Steve, you need to get in the shop, get her stuff fixed. You need to get her going. Get her going. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Steve was probably one of them cheating Hornet drivers at one point. You're cheating Hornet. With his orange <laughs> car with blue 10, 10J on it. It's weird. <laughs> Weird looking cur. <laughs> we give Steve a hard time, but he did throw a helmet and he did provide some of the best entertainment value that I've had <laughs> seen at Pure Speedway all year. <laughs> I was literally like, man, that guy, that poor guy. 
He gets out and he throws his helmet. I'm like, what the hell did he do that for? It landed in the mud. I was like, that's expensive. Yeah. It rolled off the car first, and the official handed it back to him. Yeah. <laughs> and they left it out there for the rest of the feature, and then they made him go retrieve it. So. Well, they went and picked it up. I said, let Steve come get his helmet. He might be one of my friends, but make that... <laughs> well, he didn't like that one anyways. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what he said. He only had six races on it and didn't like it. So he made it a ornament. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I like to see racers show their emotions. You know, we live in a we live in a world right now where you, you can't speak your mind because you'll offend about everybody. And, <laughs> well, you, you can know. throw a helmet at them and they know that you, you do and not And I know like that you're mad at them. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's the easiest way to tell somebody you're mad is to throw something at them, whether it's your fist your knuckles, or a helmet, you know. And what about that brick that was found? Do you think them Hornet cars are using bricks for weight? Because I feel like people were using bricks for weight yesterday. Yeah, we found one late on the track yesterday. Also, awesome ground score that I found that I gave to Brandon was a blade, a bladed uh, buck knife opened up, embedded into the track. Remember when I was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found one in the pit. I was like, night. well, it's a good thing it wasn't sticking up because that would probably cut about 10 cars' tires. Yeah. <laughs> I found one, like, right next to my pit area at Grundy. Did you? Laid open, just laying there right on the ground. Like, oh, this was literally... Well, I, I had didn't to, run that over. I had to kick it out of the word. I had to kick it out of the, the dirt to get it out of there. It was a pretty nice-looking knife. But the brick was... That's mm-hmm. an amazing find on a track, so I don't, I don't know if these Hornet drivers are using bricks to, like actual bricks to put weight in their car but that's not safe <laughs> unless Kurt dug that dirt up too deep and found he a brick might have. found a brick from the 2013 flood <laughs> <laughs> so yeah well you know I think it was a good show tonight uh, we've been doing them a little bit earlier and trying to stay on time and stay, stay shorter yep. than like three hours so uh, I appreciate you making the trip out here um, I'm glad you're not one of the, the stereotypical Hornet drivers but uh, I wish you the best. Uh, we got to get you a Hot Hero sticker so you can get another win. And so Grundy County Speedway, you're running for points. Mm-hmm. Cole I, says that's boring, but I respect it. Well, going into la- going into this weekend, I was tied for second in points. Okay, there you go. And I fell back to fifth after mm. Friday. We're going to try some new things for next week. Heck yeah. Start running on them slicker tires. We're going to try that, and then I'm going to try putting some, or using a treaded tire. Yeah. I'm going to see if maybe, because I drive different than everybody else does. You got to dope them. Yeah. Six oh. ounces, not seven. Not seven. That's a Moon Man tip. I remember that video. See, told you. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 2010. I, I was explaining to Brian who Moon Man was. Yeah, yeah no, that was like January, February 2010. Hmm. What was I? Because it came it, out in the winter that year. Mine was a baby. Uh, the, People around here were getting caught with the tire dope. Because Nick Club even put on the back of his street sock, six ounce, seven ounce. (laughs) I got a picture of it. I took that. That's funny. Yeah, so uh, if you want to get out to watch you race Grundy County Speedway, Jeff and me are working to get her to Peoria every every couple weeks to see if she can come try that out too. So we'll be looking for you on the track um you know we'll keep you updated you keep us updated on how things go we start seeing some more dubs we'll be bringing you back on again she, well she's gonna be over there watching her boyfriend race anyway might as well bring the car she's paying yeah, a good pass yeah might as well yeah but it's that fuel of the truck takes to bring it down here right. have steve pitch on gas oh, is gas it was already a trip getting down here this week nut up or nut up or what do you put it nut up or shut up yeah <laughs> 
So I go into El Paso and I see the car starts rocking back and forth a little bit. I broke a toe strap on the back of the car <laughs> oh, on the way geez. here. You told me that. It's already down $12 now. <laughs> Man. <laughs> It's probably one she found on the road, too, so it's free. <laughs> no, I found it at the race shop. It was okay. with the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and I appreciate you making the trip, and I'm I'm happy that you finally got that first dub. Oh, that was exciting. Yeah. You looked so excited in that picture, so I, I just was like, man, I bet she is pumped. Yeah, and, like, like you none said, of you my think... friends were able to make it that night. <laughs> That's how like, it works, I, and that sucks. Yeah, Steve wasn't able to come either. I get out of the car, and they asked me, well, who you got, who you got watching here for you tonight? Um, well, there's my ex-father-in-law, Dave Club. They got Cody Club and Kim. That's that was it. That's it. <laughs> my kids passed out in the truck in the pits. So, you know what? It's it's still you're never going to forget that first win, no matter what you got it in. So I hope you can get back in the top five in points. Make that a goal. Get another win. We'll get you a hot up here as decal. Something you get a heat race win because Grundy they give you free pizza when you get a heat race win. Yeah, well, yeah, you need to crank one of those off. I haven't even got one of those. Bring us some pizza. Me and Jeff love pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so I, got, I did get close at the brackets for a heat race win, and yeah. I, I wanted that trophy so bad. I think it was Steve a neon. Needs to take his modified up there for the brackets. I think so too. Yeah, dude, they have a I'm few dirt modifieds there, and they are. They're a blast to watch because a lot of them don't know take, to change some suspension. Take your tires that are already going to be jammed. Do an asphalt suspension. They're lifting up in the corners, and I call them the asphalt people from when I first went there. These guys are freaking out because they think the car's going to roll over. No, that's just a dirt car setting itself in the turn. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm laughing at the, at the other fans because that's the entertainment now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it. So, uh, yeah, we'll get Steve to go and run some asphalt. <laughs> do, a little, do a little wheelie lift. Because the Bahama brackets, there are, like, no rules. You have a weight rule and your breakout time. But yeah. you're... you're There'll be no breakout time in our no no, yeah. no fucking rules. No, no breakout time in the Well, you're, you can only go <laughs> 0. 0.2 seconds faster than your own time. So it's not a set time across the board. It's your breakout time is based on yourself. Like, right. I kind of like your handicap in bowling. Oh, so. yeah. We, there was a, a lowered short bus last year hmm. for a race car. Cool. Another one with a surfboard and a hula skirt. <laughs> That's cool. So... Like, if you have an open race, you might be able to get some of those guys to come down with their cars. I, well, I mean, that's what we want to do. I think I think people would like to do that. So I, I, we're going to work on something, you know. We got the go-kart race pretty much going, and it's going to be a success, I feel. And uh, I think if we can do... Um, an actual race, I think that's going to be awesome too. So we're we're excited to help out people, and a lot of people seemed excited about it. So why not? No fucking rules. Who's going to win the no fucking rules race? Fuck the rules thirty. Fuck the rules thirty. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, kids. A little explicit content tonight, but uh, you know, you can't expect us to be perfect all the time. If our sponsors don't complain, we're doing all right. <laughs> we don't get cease and desist letters or threats. We're good. <laughs> we'll leave that to Cole. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just keep that one out there. <laughs> no, we love Cole. And we love you, Amanda. Thanks for coming out and showing us your banged up rim. And congrats on the first uh, win. Um, we'll be looking for you to come back and do some redemption on some dirt. And about two or three more wins in the asphalt, I think you'll be up up there in the the top five points solidly. 
our, our point system changes so much. Now just get your now just get your guy Steve, get him a little bit faster. All right, tell him how you got your. Way. <laughs> okay. Show him the ways. Mine was luck. <laughs> well, Jeff already, Jeff already said that's racing. Racing is nothing but luck. So well, I think you already started giving me some of his luck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man! So well, you better have luck. You got to get back. You got to get back up on top and show him how it's done. You know, give him a little, give him a little guidance on how to run, drive that thing to the front. I'll stay quiet over here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll keep it quiet for Jeff. <laughs> well, we just want to shout out our sponsor one more time, Logo Wear Carmen. Thank you. Always tuning in. Uh, Kidder, you guys get that car to the track. We're excited to see them back. Excited that they're partnered up with us. They are doing a lot for us as far as the, the, the Grand Prix. Please check that out. Donate money if you can. Uh, sign up to the event. She's ready to go. She'll be there. Um, and you should too. So great cause. Uh, 20 grand. I'll cut my mold off. I think I agreed to get, if cold, if I get 20 grand, cold me are both going to cut our molds off. Um, if you want to see that happen, donate some money. There's a donate button on the Facebook page. Go ahead and donate. We appreciate it. And uh, we're going to end this tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, everybody have a great week. Memorial Day week's coming up. We're going to have a busy week uh, ourselves. So be looking out for us. And like I always say, keep it on the high side and bang the cush. It's Hot Lap Heroes and we're out of here. <laughs>